you know, have you have you ever had a pedicure before? No. I went with one. Uh, I went with my girl to like a third, third or fourth time going. And uh, it's really nice. You go in, you fucking see the lady, Asian lady. If it's not Asian, you don't go in. And uh, it's really nice, man. Warm water, the massage. You seem like a bit of a fruit in there. You look around. There's all these girls and shit. But uh, that was that was a half of our uh, my girl and I's one year celebration. What do you think about that? You know what? I'm kind of down to try. Honestly, it's it's really good. The the ladies they sit around, they give you a smile, they all talk shit about you. It's uh, they say your your feet are fucking disgusting. It's it's a good it's a it's a it's a good good vibe to be honest. And they really clean your feet. No bullshit. Yeah, I bet they feel dif- different too after a while too. They do, man. It's I it's insane. I didn't believe it at first, but then you. You you feel your uh, your hobbit feet after, and it feels amazing. <laughs> that's that, that's a development. I never thought you were a pedicure type of guy, but uh, now you know I kind of want to fucking get into it. So you know what? <laughs> you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta throw your balls in the purse and just go for it and try something new. You know, that is very true. Anyways, Wise the words going on from a decent man. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, you know how it is. You know how it is. Work. Get up at 6. Get back at 6. And now we're recording this. Honestly, it's the best part of my day. It's dope. There you go. Kyrie is fucking losing his mind again, bro. Dude, gave him the rat of the week. The, the guy is just... What's his problem, man? He, so... so Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So the guy makes 20 mil plus. That's just a contract. Whatever. It's not yeah. including everything else. Right. His shoes, his, his uh, fucking Nike deal, everything. <laughs> a Boston fan telling him he, he's shit is going to make him cry and pull the whole Instagram story. This guy wrote this guy wrote the ninth Harry Potter book or whatever the fuck, whatever number they're on. They they he wrote a whole book on Instagram saying, "Oh, oh man, Boston fans, you really know what's a real." I'm paraphrasing. I don't know what he said, but I read it and uh it's like, "Come on, man. He's losing it." So, unfortunately, I read it too. And Kyrie is like a textbook definition of like a smart, dumb guy. Because he's so fucking <laughs> arrogant in the way that he fucking presents himself. He thinks he's deep. He's fucking, he thinks things through. He is right. just, uh, he processes things at another level. But in reality, he's a fucking idiot. And that's just it. Listen, <laughs> this guy made out, as you said, a novel, a fucking textbook about how the game is too commercialized and how athletes are perceived as people and how, like, the, it takes away from the actual, like, basketball and shit like that. Bro, Ugh. you literally make Uncle Drew commercials. You made a fucking movie about Uncle Drew. You you have shoes that are selling. You have all these other endorsements. 
And this guy has the nerve to then come out and say the game is commercialized when he is making fucking probably 40 million a year, all things considered, I doing know. this shit. It is so stupid. The only reason he posted this long fucking uh, Bible verse is because... <laughs> Is because he was asked heard that Boston fans booed him, a game he didn't even show up to, and it's just embarrassing and sad. And I don't know, I it it sucks for me to say that because I love him as a basketball player. He's love he's him. one of my favorite basketball, like in terms of my ability, right? But then you get to just as soon as he opens his mouth, it's just it's 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 Chernobyl is disastrous. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not a good fucking look. And I don't know, man, unless like unless the guy literally has the greatest player of all time by his side, everyone else is going to hate him. Like LeBron is the only one that was able to just fucking rein him in, be like, just be sick on the basketball court. Shut the fuck up. As soon as LeBron left, the guy just fucking unraveled. And before LeBron got there, the guy couldn't win 30 games. So I don't know, man. It's it sucks. I he is not a fucking great leader, or no. he's not very smart. And I just I hate people that are just that they think they're the smartest human being alive, <laughs> and they're fucking stupid. Literally the below average IQ, and that's what he is. That's what he's always been. And uh, it sucks because he's a great basketball player, flat earther too. Flat Earther, too. And that's... He walks up to... He walked up to Brad Stevens asking him all kinds of crazy shit about pyramids and fucking <laughs> governments and whatnot. And, uh... I don't know, man. Like, it, he, I think he needs to smoke some fucking weed and maybe... That's the last thing he should do if he's thinking like this. That might be true. I, I don't know. He just needs to shut the fuck up. If he shuts the fuck up, gives the most generic responses, doesn't go on Instagram putting out a fucking... Uh, Wikipedia in in a digital form, uh, he'll be he'll be fine. But it's just, that's not gonna happen. I'm terrified of what's gonna happen when KD gets back, as KD has the same tendencies. He always thinks he also thinks he's like this fucking uh, God's gift to everything, and uh, he's also a bit of a fucking weird guy. So uh, I don't even know how that's gonna work. But I guess I guess we'll see. They're gonna get along great. Both of them, both of them are gonna start their own <laughs> alien uh, podcast and conspiracy. They're gonna figure out who shot JFK in the head, and well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, they'll get along great. But you know what? Everyone else on that team is gonna fucking despise them by day four. Big time the whole thing. But thing is, I have confidence, and I don't like KD at all. You know how I feel about KD, but I have right. confidence that KD can like get along with people. And, like, just not be, like, that out there. I have no confidence Ky- uh, Kyrie Irving can do that. Uh, I agree. And Boston right. is, like, all the proof you need because literally everyone in Boston hated him and now they're killing it. And um, and that's, the. I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? Right. You know, uh, imagine, just imagine the conversation. Kyrie, you want to... You want to play some 2K after? No, I'm watching seven hours of Ancient Aliens. I'll catch up with you guys later. Like, like just that's just how he talks. When you see the stories of Brad Stevens and and him and the players pull him aside at practice, you know everyone's watching us, right? What the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> 
How can I how can I shoot a hundred free throws when I got Kyrie in my ear talking about talking Kyrie? about abductions and <laughs> Kyrie has a third eye open, but it's not on his forehead, it's on his fucking asshole. <laughs> and he he keeps talking. Just don't talk, bro. Or give like generic response. Be like, "Hey, Kyrie, why did you? How? Why did you guys lose tonight? Oh, you know, give it 110 percent. Didn't work out. You should just uh, practice, do better, and come out next game and look better. And that's it. And shut the fuck up. Go away. Fucking talk to your boys about fucking aliens if you want to. Like nobody cares <laughs> about that. Just don't fucking go out for millions of people. People that, by the way, buy your shoes, your fucking watch your movies, right. uh, buy your jerseys, and then shit on them." And then say that, oh, it's too commodified, it's too commercialized. We, you know, it should be just for the love of the game. If you love the fucking game so much, go to a YMCA gym, play with your fucking boys. Okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get fucking Melo and KD and LeBron or whoever your friends are in the basketball. And go to a fucking Rutgers park and play, and, and play <laughs> there. I don't want to see you on my TV then. And I love to see you on my TV, but not if you're going to fucking uh, go off every fucking time. Somebody's Kaepernick. You. It's Kaepernick in the well, making. Ka- I, Kaepernick, God, I is, hope not. Kaepernick is more complicated because Kaepernick is like the thing with Kaepernick is it's like it's real issues that are happening, right? Kyrie, it's nothing. It's literally nothing. Like right. he talks about conspiracy theories, or he fucking puts out this thing that he thinks is so deep. He puts fucking the word life in fucking forty-seven font. Because he thinks this will just fucking... I will drop the hammer on everyone. And what does he get? Oh, every single person in the world shitting on him now. Making fun of him. Because he's such a fucking idiot that he can't realize. (laughs) That he might not be as smart as he fucking thinks he is. Yeah. just I'm sorry. I'm a bit frustrated. I do love watching him play. But like, he's... Like, years ago, he was one of my favorite players. But how the fuck can I support the guy? When, like... You know, he's being a bit of a fucking cocksucker. Well, you, you support Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler. It's and not he's the a, same he's a piece of garbage, too. It's not he's the same not thing, but he's a, he's, he's, a, he's a piece of shit. And he's look how well the... Look how the yeah, d- come on. He, Jimmy Butler, is funny, okay? <laughs> he's funny. <laughs> At least Kyrie isn't funny. He isn't funny. He isn't smart. He isn't deep. He isn't any of those things. He thinks he is all three, though. Jimmy Butler is perfectly aware of exactly who he is, and he doesn't care if you boo him, doesn't care if you talk shit about him. He'll just tell you whatever the fuck he feels, and he'll go away, and he might beat the fuck out of Carl Anthony Towns while he's walking away. Kyrie is the least self-aware person I've ever fucking seen on the planet Earth. Right. His te- his teammates hate him, though. All his teammates hate him. That's what I was alluding to. They kicked Dude. him out of Philadelphia. They kicked him out of Minnesota. They kicked him out of Chicago Bulls. And uh, I give him in Miami uh, two years. <laughs> Tops. You might be right, man. I can't argue Brooklyn with that. Brooklyn, too. Tops, tops. Give, give Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant that, that it's just a pizza box with shit in it on fire. Is It's just waiting to explode, that Brooklyn team. But let's what see what the, happens. 
Yeah, what are the odds that it's a bit of a plot twist and Kyrie, I mean, sorry, KD is actually reading all these things and he's like, yo, I got a college year. I'm going to get this guy the fuck out of here before I start playing next year because this is not going to go over well. Because, like, if you trade Kyrie, what do you think you can get for him? Like, I don't mean, like, specific players, but, like, I think you can get, like, a good haul for Kyrie Irving, right? I I hope so. <laughs> yeah, like... Well, that's another thing, too. Can you get a good haul for Kyrie Irving? Like, like yeah, all I the GMs we're... will look at it and be like, what the fuck? How can we possibly integrate our team with this guy? Yeah, we, 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 we got an Area 51 reject in the locker room, and he's talking. He, he pulls out a ray gun. I don't know, but you you... I don't think that matters. I think we're thinking about it too much, but I also think you, you'd get a lot for him. For sure, you'd get a lot for him. At least yeah. three three decent players, star for star, uh, whatever the fuck the picks. GM wants. Yeah, exactly. Picks. Uh, yeah. How's Brooklyn for picks? I don't know. Either way. For, I have no fucking idea. Um, no clue. Too early in the season. They didn't lose any picks getting Kyrie and KD because they signed them. So I think they're right. fine for picks. But like the more picks you have, the more you can package them and maybe get another superstar in. Right. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Like, It's not like I'll be pissed if Kyrie wins a championship with KD, right? Like, no, no. Uh, but I just – I don't know if that can happen if he's just going to fucking walk up to his players in the middle of a game – it's a crucial fourth quarter timeout. <laughs> Coach is trying to play. Curry's like, hold on, hold on. Fuck. Uh, the aliens <laughs> came here in a 14th century. <laughs> they built a boat and now we have boats. It was like, Kyrie, it's the finals. It's the finals. Shut the fuck up. Guy gets benched for the final 40 seconds, demands a trade. Oh my God. I could see it, man. Yeah, I well, could see it. Yeah, well, enough about uh, enough about. How about uh, these ravens, man? How about these ravens, man? They're really, really good. No one has an answer for them this year. That's the thing. They've like made this insane offense. Like their defense has always been pretty good, but they've made this insane offense now with Lamar, and like nobody knows what the fuck to do. Like nobody can really stop it or do anything about it, and uh, and. Uh, it's uh they might go to the Super Bowl and win. It's very very likely. I'm thoroughly impressed. And then you look on on uh, the the other side of the coin. Pats lose to the Buffalo Bills. Pats lose. Uh, to, well, <laughs> unfortunately, the Cowboys fucking lost to the Buffalo Bills. And uh, I the mean, Buffalo get Bills are that. not that. They They're they not... got a bit of a squad there too, but they have a playoff team. But they'll get tossed in like a wild card or a divisional round it's not really you know i still think they're frauds but they beat my team so like what do i know right yeah um, but, but go ahead man that game was insane it was 17 17 i got 50 bucks on it and and then there you go there's there's this pencil neck kicker lamar has has brought the team to seven seventeen, 17 and then I think Jimmy G played really well too. To be honest with you, Jimmy, no, like this could be a Super Bowl preview. Like it, it, it probably is going to be a Super Bowl for your Niners Ravens, and I right. hope it is because it would be a really good game. Well, unless the Cowboys make it, but they won't because Jason Garrett is their fucking head coach. 
but uh, uh, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it might be a Super Bowl. But yo, like this is gonna be our side note segment this week. Go kicking should it. be fucking abolished. It's, at least field goal kicking. It's insane that these alpha males, these two hundred and fifty pound monsters, bust their ass. Uh, literally take years of their lives and. At the end, it could be sold by this dickhead kicker who goes to practice for three hours to kick a football and for him to, mi- for him to miss it. Leave it to the players to decide the game. Don't leave it to this fucking kicker who doesn't do anything other than kick the fucking football to, you know, to, so- to basically solve the game. Like, it's, it, it's unfair and it sucks. And uh, you see so many games where, like, these guys, like, work their ass off to get into that position. And then the kicker just fucking misses. And all of this was for nothing. I think it's all part of the game, man. I love it. I think there's a certain humor to it, too. There when some is. guy, he's an MLS reject. And he comes in. <laughs> and he totally forks it to the left. Takes out guys' beers in the front row. And ruins a game. I think it's good. But then on the other side, Ronaldo comes in and he kicks it straight down the middle and you win the game just like in the 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 seventeen seventeen uh game with the Ravens. So I, I love it. I get what you're saying for sure. They they can really put their their foot in it, uh no pun intended, but I think it's jokes, man. It's funny. No, entertainment-wise, I 100% agree with you, right? Like, this fucking guy, this kicker, this 150-pound kid walks in there. It's three seconds away in the Super Bowl. He has to make it for them to win or lose the game. And you're just looking, you're like, what the fuck, right? Uh, But on the other hand, like, the part of the game thing, it's like, it's like, hey, Johnny, why don't you get rid of this shitty couch that's busted up, fucking foam coming out of it, Smells like beer and applesauce. Why don't you get rid of that couch, Johnny? Well, Rick, it's uh, it's it's part of my house. It's been a part of my house for years. Why should I get rid of it? Like, if you can make it better, why not make it better? But uh, in terms of just, like, watching it and getting... What I... are you going on about? <laughs> no, like, my point is if you can, like, upgrade the situation like you right. should, right? Right, right. Uh, and uh, it's just, uh, it makes more sense for the game to just get rid of field goal kicking altogether, to me at least. Uh, but then again, it's funny when a guy either makes or misses it. So I get what you're saying. Uh, unless it happens well, to your team. What if a fucking Falcons kick in a Super Bowl <laughs> missed it with three seconds left? And I, I bet you'd want it a ball is then, wouldn't you? Well, that's basically what happened. <laughs> Same feeling three years ago or whatever. It doesn't a matter lot what more happened. than that happened. A lot but, of shit uh, happened there, especially in the second half, especially in the in end of the third, beginning of fourth quarter. Well, here's a question: Is is Johnny unemployed? Can he afford to change his couch? Johnny is uh, <laughs> a damaged, broken human being. He's trying his best to get out of the situation he is in. <laughs> but he still has this shitty couch on his fucking living room that he wouldn't get rid of. And uh, and he's uh, just, he he's has got, a lot of dogs and cats. And he's got chip, chip crumbs all over his barrel. He's been watching the same season of Friends for two years. <laughs> and 
smoke starts inside. And uh, you know what? I think we should. Uh, I think uh, we should have an executive meeting here. I think Johnny should be a regular part of the program. Gotta jo- throw him. <laughs> no, this is, you guys are gonna hear a lot more of Johnny. I'll tell you that much. Uh, you walk into his house, there's still like Sports Illustrated swimsuit posters from his fucking dorm room in his apartment. There. <laughs> There's empty fucking beer cans all over his sink. He walks in and is like, God damn, Johnny, what are you doing, man? <laughs> and he's like, I don't, I'm living the life, man. It's like, no, you're not, you sad bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, we go way, way sidetracked there. No, and, I like uh, it. I, like I know, it. me too. What do, you, but... what do you think of the uh, the Thursday recording? Yeah, we're do down with that, that, man. It makes no sense to do it on Thursday. I feel like um, right. It's it's something we should probably discuss in private. I don't want to like fucking just bore people with like a like a thing. But Fair to enough. like make an but to make an announcement, yeah, we're probably gonna start dropping these on Friday because on Thursday, like like the fucking the big kick in the nuts, like the big like turning point was when we missed the Miles Garrett thing because literally right. we were uploading a podcast. As Miles Garrett was hitting the guy in the head with a helmet, and we right. couldn't talk about it for a week after that. So, and it's not like we're gonna make an emergency podcast about Miles Garrett slamming a guy with a fucking no. helmet. But it, you know, like it makes more sense on Friday. On Fridays, like more <laughs> shit happens usually, and uh, we we go from there better. I feel like right. So, fellas and ladies, like, comment, subscribe, uh, let us know. Support us, DM us, uh, fucking egg our house. Let us know <laughs> that that you uh, are down for the Friday drop. Anyways, yes. Uh... So the Pats are a bit of a fraud. If you look at their record, to be honest with you, if you look at their record, all the teams they've lost to, or excuse me, how about this? All the teams they've beaten. They're, they're, they're all pretty garbage, to be honest. If if you look through the bullshit. Yeah. yeah, well, like, they're no, seriously. bailing them out right now. Um, right. Tom Brady said something funny, like, a couple of weeks ago. He was like, I'm the most miserable 9-1 quarterback ever. <laughs> they did have he no say one... that? Yeah, yeah, he did. He's like, because nobody gets open. They really don't have any receivers. Antonio Brown lost his fucking mind for the 13th time in two days. And so they had to cut him. They might bring him back. They they should bring them back, I think. Because, like, what else are they going to do? But, yeah. The Pats, I don't know about them, man. Uh, like, look, look. They beat, they beat the Browns, Jets, Giants, Redskins. All the good Jets teams. again. Great Dolphins teams. and Steelers. And the one team they beat is the Bills. The one team, oh, the one like good team you mean? Yeah, yeah, and like the Bills aren't in the, really in like the a first good team. half they're of like the week, a, right? Yeah, they're like a, they're like a fake good team, unless they prove us wrong. Which will, which if they will, good for them. I might even go to. A I'd love there, to, sure, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, um, the one team they lost to was the one team that they need to beat, which is the Ravens, right? <laughs> And yeah. I don't even know if they can beat the Chiefs yet. But what's kind of funny is that, like, the whole thing right now is, like, Ravens or Pat or Pats, nobody even mentions the Chiefs anymore. 
which is like odd because it's like like or you know, the Niners. defense is shaky. Well, no, the Niners are the are in the NFC. It's a different conference, and they still right, don't really get right. Okay, here. I like, see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, if just from the AFC side, like people just uh, talk about Ravens and Pats, uh, but the Chiefs can probably beat the Pats right now, honestly. Yeah, lost the Texans too. The Pats. They did. So now they're like decent team. And Texans aren't even that good. Their coach is a little mental patient. So, like, I don't know what you go from there. And I fucking lost my parlay. I had a three-team parlay, Monk. I had I had the Rams, the Chiefs, and the Pats. And betting the Pats was the greatest regret of my life. Because as soon as I, I bet them, I texted I one of my boys, who is a big Pats fan, and I texted him. I have the screenshot. I texted him, like, I feel awful about betting the Pats. And he's like, yeah, you should. And I'm like, why didn't you fucking tell me that? And, uh, and yeah, I don't know. Don't get me started. I really put my bag on the line here. I got five-game parlay. I had the Packers. I got the Ravens. And then I got the Panthers. The Panthers at 119. God damn it. You're supposed to destroy the Redskins. The Redskins are kegads, man. They're two and ten. Oh, oh, the Mulk is betting them. Okay, yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, destroy the Panthers. Then I bet Philly versus Miami. <laughs> it's Miami. It's Miami. The three oh five. They're they're a basketball town right now. No one cares. They they can't decide if they're if they're tanking or not. Excuse me. The Bengals really got it figured out. They just suck and they accept <laughs> it and I respect it. And then and then the Pats, the Texans, just that's just a whole other story. But the Eagles and Panthers, just you you really you really fucking me right now. It's just upsetting. It's just it's just Go ahead. Fuck. Dolphins are so funny, man. Like, you lost all hopes of getting into playoffs before the season even started. And then now you're like, yeah, you know what? Let's uh, let's win a couple of games here and there. Let's get a six pick in the draft and draft yeah, a fucking... it's like... Draft, draft a fucking outside linebacker that will be given I, four fucking years. I just and, don't get it. I don't know. who. The one thing as well, just tracking back to the, to the Ravens, Lamaro Russ for MVP. So, Fuck, man, I'm so pissed that we even have to talk about this. I know, I know we both said Russ. What's the Seahawks record right now? It's very good. I don't know what it is. Hold on. Hold up. I got it they... right here. Uh, okay, 10 and 2, same shit. Um, beat the Vikings. Uh, beat the 49ers. Beat the Niners. Beat the, beat the best team in the league, the Falcons. They beat Pro. the Buccaneers. The Bucks. They beat the Bucks. Who'd they lose to? They lost to the Ravens. And they, they lost to the Saints. And the Saints. So, so two good go. teams. Uh, well, at least they have some good wins in there, too, like the 49ers. Uh, thing is, like, I was sure Russ is my MVP pick. And I'm not talking about who is actually going to win it because I think Lamar is probably going to win it. I'm just talking about, like, my opinion, right? And um, I'm still going to go with Russ. I don't care. Listen, like, Lamar, this is really 
the first year that he's really like killing it. And I've seen this right. movie before with RG3, where it was a similar situation. They're in a lot of RPOs and stuff like that. And he was murdering people. And then the next couple of years, they start to figure it out, the defense, defensive coordinators. All these defensive coordinators doing the offseason, they just pound liquor and review right. film from last year to see how they can just fuck a guy that fucked them. And, um, and I need to see more of it, because at least I know Russ had been doing it for the last decade almost, right? He's never had a losing record, I don't think, in his entire career, started from his rookie year. And he's which always is insane. Been, which is insane. And he's always been kind of underlooked, and for the MVP at least. And I just want to give the guy the award. He just picked up a big win against the Vikings. He beat the 49ers in the overtime. And I don't want to take it away from Lamar, because Lamar is also extremely good right now. He's super impressive. Uh, and uh, it's very close to me. Like I didn't, th- I I was sure I was just gonna set my eyes on Russ to get the MVP, but right. now I have questioning it. So like it's 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 like a respect to Lamar because I really do like him as a quarterback. Seems like a sick guy. He wears that nobody cares work harder shirt. I love that. Right. And um, if he wins, I won't be mad. Obviously. Uh, but I would still want if it was up to me, I'd give it to Russ. <laughs> You're really losing sleep over this. Oh, I haven't slept in months thinking about that for sure. Like, honestly, it, the crazy thing is, I think Lamar's going to win, man. It's just hype. Oh, yeah. The Ravens so seem like a better team, and it just really sucks ass, to be honest. <laughs> sucks ass for Russ. I don't think yeah, it like, exactly. sucks ass in no, general. No, it doesn't suck. It sucks for Russ. But I'm happy for Lamar. <laughs> what What do you What, what yeah, do you We should make a We should make a If Russ loses the MVP, we should make sucks for Russ shirts. Oh my god! <laughs> See, guys, this is why you listen. We got the business mind. <laughs> we also like to 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 put the mortgage on on uh, mortgage on the Pats. We have some drinks. This is what it's all about. You. Fucking guys, gotta love. <laughs> hey, hashtag sucks for Russ because everyone knows it sucks dick for this guy. Fuck, what a. <laughs> NC Seattle is sucks. also like like a very likable team. They have a good fan base. They have a sick stadium. Honestly, like they do they got Leroy the Wolf, uh, one of our brothers. Loves the Seahawks. What's a better what's a what's a better team? You shout tell out, me. Shout out to the big man, the Wolf. Uh, you tell me. One yeah, of the so... nicest people you'll ever meet. We'll hopefully have him on a podcast eventually. It's a bit of a waiting list. A lot of people want to be on the podcast. Uh, right they now, do. But... No, uh, despite what you guys think, just two half drunk guys talking about sports. A lot of people want to get on this shit. So to be let fair, us know it is who our we boys. should, who we should like... try to get on. Well, it's Fair. not even our boys. Like, we got, like, uh, UFC fighters that uh, maybe won't mind getting on there. Just saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. They know what you mean. They know what we mean. They know what everybody means. Um, so, yeah. Take this in. Take Go. this in. Go. Okay. Saturday, 9 p.m. I made that up. It might be 10. 9 p.m. 10 p.m. Who gives a fuck? Andy Ruiz. Anthony Joshua. Part Dose. In the building. Who do you got, Andre? Slava. Whatever the fuck. 
Who do you got? So, well, first of all, just I don't mean to be a, like a dickhead, but it's in Saudi Arabia, so it's going to be at like 3.45 p.m. Uh, it will I be really a little don't early. don't get that. Why? I don't know. The Saudis just fucking pay them a fuck ton of oil money, and they're like, all right, bet, we'll do it. And that's how it happens. If the Saudis just... came to you, if the Saudis came to Osmoke, and they were like, hey, can you record this podcast out of Saudi Arabia? We'll pay you $10 million right now. Do you know how quickly I'll be on that flight? I'll sabotage sh- all my I'd... morals, bro. I'll go oh. I'll be on that fucking thing immediately. I'd shoot my dog in the head. <laughs> oh, get, no. Oh, well, there goes our fucking followers. Peter is going to be spraying <laughs> us with blood tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> and don't talk about the kid and the dogs like that. Whatever. Mark, Anyways, you know what? Who you got? Go ahead. To quote the greatest artist of all time, tell Pita my mink is dragging on the floor. But in terms of the fight, <laughs> in terms of the flight, the the fight. Uh, okay, so here's the thing, right? Joshua has to win this fight. Like Ruiz, he has to win. Ruiz has nothing to lose. He's gonna get paid. If he loses, people will be like, "Whatever, fuck it." Everyone's still gonna like him. But boy, oh boy, if Joshua loses that fight, this Jack animal, if he loses that fight, the shitstorm is going to come from that on his side. He's going to lose to this guy again. Because at least, like, like, you can't really make excuses just looking at those two, right, for why he lost. But, like, at the end of the day, he, he, it was a short-notice fight. He was never preparing to face Ruiz, you know... Uh, he got kind of caught off guard, whatever. Now, there was a timeline set. He was specifically preparing for Ruiz. So if he loses this fight, <laughs> oh right. my god, this guy is fucking garbage. He should never be considered in the same sentence as Wilder or Fury or whoever the fuck the third ranked. Or Ruiz, baby. Or Ruiz, baby. Or Ruiz. Or whoever the fuck is after Ruiz. And whoever the fuck is three spots after after that guy, you know, Joshua has to win this fight. And he has to win it convincingly too. Right. I I'm, just go ahead. I I I have a really uh, kind of embarrassing confession to make. I I really want Ruiz to win. Oh man, that's not embarrassing at all. I want Ruiz the to guy, win. The guy. Most people want Ruiz to win. Yeah, the guy. You can just tell it, it. It just he's not in the gym, in the <laughs> weight room at least. He's he's probably crushing beers and wild wings right now. <laughs> Hoopers. And he's, and and he's knocking out a six four, god like yeah. British, uh, Anthony Joshua, and it's really gonna it's really gonna expose boxing to us in a sense. Because it's going to show, okay, Joshua, whether Ruiz is that good or not, obviously he's good. It's going to show, hey, maybe they actually did give uh, Anthony Joshua 45 bums and then Ruiz, or whatever his stupid record is. It doesn't mean anything. Maybe they gave him four janitors, a couple guys off the street, get the record up. I think it's really going to attest to that, to be honest. Well, I don't think there's even a question about that, man. You're 100% right. They did give him a bunch of bombs. Joshua's biggest win by far was against Klitschko, who is 45 years old, whose right. brother 
is literally used to literally be a mayor of Kiev. I'm not joking about it. Look it up because brother was a mayor of Ukraine's capital at one point. And it's, you know, this is like the first, I guess, a real challenge for him. But the thing is, nobody even saw Ruiz as a real challenge. We were all watching it together with our boys, our boys. We were watching it. And we were making fun of Ruiz the entire time. I was like, what the fuck is this? Why is boxing doing this? And Ruiz knocked him the fuck out. So, we were in my basement. I remember that. Yeah, good time. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Joshua has to win. I think he will win, to be honest. But I'll be pulling for Ruiz. I'll be very hyped if Ruiz wins again. And, and Ruiz is such a nice guy. I think Great guy. I Joshua honestly, is too, by the way. Joshua is a yeah, really he cool is. guy. He is. He is. I I think I think Ruiz got it, man. I'm telling you, I got a feeling. I will full disclosure. We will give our opinions on Instagram officially posting. I will not bet on this fight. I will not bet on this fight. There's <laughs> not a goddamn chance. No, there's not a goddamn <laughs> chance. I got the I got I got the government on my ass. That's a whole other story. I I am not betting on this fight. There's not a chance in hell. But I do I think Ruiz it, who knows what Ruiz you lift his tit up. Who knows what he has under his arsenal? You never know. Look I'm watching the the documentary right now. His gut is just hanging out. <laughs> Joshua is on his knees. He just got clocked in the head. He looks like he just came out of a bar at 3 a.m. It's it's. I'm ready for this rematch, man. I'm so excited. I'm very and, hyped. And man. truthfully, I'm I'm really guilty of this. I've shit on boxing for years because uh, not only did I not kind of get it, but I didn't. I just thought it was so rigged. Still kind of think that. But I thought it was so rigged that it's like, why are we even entertaining this? Well, man, that's like... Yeah, go ahead. Just to to end off, but Ruiz changed my mind, man. When this guy, he, he looks like a bouncer at a university town. And he comes in with <laughs> Anthony Joshua and just steals the show. And now he's whipping a Rolls Royce. Who can be mad at that? Uh, no one. But, man, you're like 100% justified in thinking that. I still think that 100%. The worst outcome to this fight would be if Ruiz beats the fuck out of him for 12 rounds. And they still give it to Joshua because, uh, like, his, so that he could face Wilder or Fury or some shit. And you know what? Like... If it goes to decision, 100% that's happening. Like, Ruiz isn't winning this fight on decision. Right. So, uh, so what would be kind of funny, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Right. If Ruiz does win, how would a Ruiz Wilder fight look like? <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't know. Like, I think, I think the narrative obviously is is Wilder's going to paint this canvas with Ruiz. <laughs> but I, I think we got to give Ruiz some credit, man. Like, you see him on JRE, and he starts talking about Shout his out, methods, his, his striking, his... It, he's not a bum. He's... Sure, they probably fed him some bums like every other hyped-up fighter. But this guy's been doing this... Uh, 
since he's been in a field and when he was four years old, he's punching grass. He's been, he's been throwing hands since the beginning of time. I really think uh, he is skilled, but you, you, you face value again, <laughs> even though we are guilty of this because obviously we did that the first time and look what happened. But I would have to go with Wilder uh, on this one. Yeah, me too. I think that like Ruiz will win on points because like his combos are insane. Like for a, especially for, like a like a barrel type guy, his combos are crazy. But thing is, he's not very agile. I don't know how well he'd be able to duck Wilder's punches. And all Wilder needs is one. So right. he might get hit in the fucking head. And if he gets hit, he's not getting up. Even if he tries to, that gut will pull him way back down. And, right, um, that will be it. Uh, Super but... side note: I'm watching this documentary right now. Actually, mm. you know what the odds were for Andy Ruiz? Do you know what the odds? Do you have any idea how much money people made? What were the odds? Fifteen to one. Oh fuck! Holy 15 shit! Fifteen to one. That is fucking crazy. If you Just bet twenty bucks, if you bet twenty bucks on Ruiz, you win three hundred. Insane. If you bet a hundred bucks, you win fifteen hundred bucks. And you know, there's just there's people in this world that just they have the money to blow, and they're like, you know what, this fat guy's a nice guy. Let me put 10 G's on him. Let's just see what happens. And they are laughing to the bank right now or whenever this happened, six months or whatever. Laughing to the bank. Uh, Fuck, am I just mad? Should should we just bet, Rui? Just make a quick bet. I'm pretty sure the odds are still, like, stacked against them. You think? We could probably check right now, to be honest. Ruiz versus John. the gut Ruiz. Versus, versus. That's that can't be right. It's twenty five to one. What? For I'm, I'm fact checking this, but let me go into the thing. That would be insane if that was the case. But from no what way. I've seen here, no. Andy Ruiz is plus 287. Anthony Joshua, 1.44. Okay, that makes way more sense. I think For, maybe it was 15 to 1 at the first if you If you bet a draw, it's 26 Yeah, flat. It's 26 on my side as well. Well, we're not betting the draw because there's no way that's high. Actually, I might put like 10 bucks on the draw. Can you imagine? <laughs> you bet 26 on the draw. They want to make and it a, hits. A, you put Jesus Christ. You put fifty bucks on a draw. You walk away with thirteen hundred big ones, big time. And um, well, Holy it's uh, Joshua Ruiz isn't the only piece of uh, fighting action we got. Thanks, God. The UFC uh, is back, baby, in the, full effect. The number one fighting. Including boxing, the number one fighting promotion in the world is back. And we got a couple of heavies ready to fucking throw it out. And their Thank names God. are Overeem and the boy Roz. I'm not pronouncing that last name. 
Jarzinho Rosenstruck. My man is 9-0. and I've made some cool cash off this cat. He's, and we're going to make more. Big oh, time. Yeah. Alistair Overeem. I've, I haven't seen Overeem win a fight in seven years. But somehow have, he's 45-17 and 17 still. I've never seen Overeem win a fight when she wasn't on the juice ever. It's a fact, man. It's a and fact, bro. Are you seeing the odds? It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a pick 'em. They, they have even odds. Yeah, I, I'm looking at that right now. Boy, oh boy, we're gonna make some cash. Listen, listeners, you wanna make some fucking money? You wanna buy your girl a nice piece of jewelry? You wanna fucking maybe put a down payment on a mortgage? Bet Rosenstruck this Saturday. But if just you lose, don't G-note. fucking blame me. Don't send the mob over to my house, please. Just put a G note. Just go go, go harder. Go home. Go with your, your girl's... gut, Lake Ruiz. <laughs> exactly. Your girl's sick and tired of your shit. She's been getting shit <laughs> gifts for the last five years. You're getting her Tim's gift cards. <laughs> Starbucks <laughs> gift cards. Get just get the Louis Vuitton bag, all right, Asa. Nine and zero Rosenstruck. The nicest fucking place y'all been to in the last two years is the is the fucking Moxies and uh, yeah, maybe we uh, see the DMs, guys. We see the DMs. Oh my god! Thank you, guys. I've uh, I've I've graduated from McDonald's. I'm at Burger King now. You know what I'm saying? It. It's 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 progress, not perfection. You know what I'm saying. But you look at the other card. Maybe Slava doesn't know this. Uh, uh, it's written like this. I don't know. Yadong. I've been watching this kid a little bit. He's Chinese. He's a bantamweight. He's on the come up. His last fight, he knocked the guy out with a clean left hand or right hand. I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember. But he rocked this guy. He's fighting Stamen. I think he's going to win. That's another uh, just two cents for you. Our girl, uh, Kunetskaya, Yana. Yana, Foxy. Fighting Aspen Lad. Aspen Lad just got reworked by Jermaine Durandamy, who's in a title fight. The next card after this one, Aspen Lad lost in, in damn near seven seconds. Uh, Yana's uh, the the score app says Yana's plus one twenty. Uh, I don't know about that. I think she's gonna be a bigger underdog. So if I were you, I'd bet Yana. To be honest, I'm a big Yana fan. She's fighting out of Saint Petersburg. If you guys never been to Saint Petersburg, please go. Set your visas. It's not a fucking nuclear power plant town. It's actually a legitimate European world class city. It's just a side note. And, uh, yeah, she's a bit, like, on the older side. She's 30, but she has, she has two wins in a row. I think she can uh, put up a fight, maybe even, you know, with a couple more wins, get that title shot, and then get absolutely destroyed. 12-3. and three. Nothing to complain about. Aspen Lads, 7-1. and one. Another Ricky Simone, my man that just got dusted by the California middle-aged man, Uriah Faber, one of my least favorite fighters of all time. He's going to get not this even, very soon, Uriah Faber. He's not even that bad of a guy. It, there's just something. 
he just rubs me the wrong way. But and he, Ricky Simone is is fighting uh, Rob Font, I think. But Font is no uh, punk. Uh, and then since we're talking woman, about prelims, uh, Tiago Alves is back um, fighting. And Thank um, God, he is uh, a vet in the game for sure. Uh, but, um, you know, and he's not going to win every fight. He certainly hasn't fucking won every fight. He has how many? 14 losses on his record. But he's super exciting. I love watching him fight. Um, hopefully, he can take he can pick up a win just for, like, the nostalgic purposes. And uh, I'm glad he's fighting, man. I'm glad he's on the, pre- on the prelims. And another notable TMT. Mc- the Mon- money team. The Moradov. Maradov from Uzbekistan, twenty-three and six. My man, the score app says he's minus three sixty-five. You're gonna win about thirty cents if you bet on him. <laughs> but I'm telling you, get on the bandwagon now. Floyd likes this Uz- Uzbek fucking guy. He's the real deal. He's the next Khabib. No, I'm I'm talking shit. Okay, he, let's fucking relax here. Yeah, I got too Six excited. Losses? I got too excited. How many does have? But hey, listen, Muradov, twenty three and six, the first MMA fighter to be on the money team. Floyd. I wish Triple G uh, got his hand in that, but that's whatever. That's neither here. He's with Jordan, man. Like, what what else can you ask for? Well, I just wish Triple G would say, "Hey, Muradov." Dobreden, then figure it out. But I, whatever, that's whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But uh, no, this honestly, uh, from that, we had a pretty flat card last time. Yeah, man, that uh, was a bad. This card. is it's a bad card. And Ben Rothwell versus my boy Stefan Struve. Stefan Struve, the eight foot tall Dutchman, <laughs> fighting Ben Rothwell. Struve is actually an underdog, which. I'm not a fan of Stefan Struve, man. I'm He's the same way tall. with. I, that's what I'm, I'm that way with Struve as you are with like Faber, maybe a little less, but I just see just this lanky fuck, and like I don't know, I, I'm just not like a huge uh, fan of his. I always kind of cringe when he fights. I don't know why. I'm sorry, Stefan. I have nothing personal against the guy, but love to have him on the show. Love to have him. On. I'd love to have anyone. I'd love to have Kareem on the show, to be honest with you, but. It'd be a different kind of podcast, but uh, yeah. I think it's just going to be verbal. I think it's just going to be a battle rap. Uh, just each of us talking <laughs> shit to each other. Gonna and it's going to end very abruptly. It's going to be about 15 minutes tops. Bro, and then Kyrie's going to leave. It's going to be a live watching uh, podcast of Ancient Aliens on Netflix. And we'll just be discussing every episode. You might need some... You might... Uh, Need some alcohol there to uh, get you through it, but uh, I'd love to chop it up with him. To be honest, me too, I'm a believer, man. baby. But I'm I will confront him. Aliens. I don't mind like saying like for, to him, "Listen, like you've been a bit of a fucking idiot. Like it's not a big deal." We're wow. getting off track again, though. Uh, but yeah, so a big, big weekend of fights. I'm sure Bellator has some dog shit going on. Shout out Bellator. I like Bellator, but I don't like it that much. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? You're the man. But uh, Andy, Ruiz, Anthony Joshua, Alistair, no steroids over him, Jarzinho, Rosenstruck. It's all happening Saturday. Be there 
or be a fucking idiot. It's a good weekend to fight. Uh, other sports, F1 just finished. We're going to mm-hmm. take a hiatus of that. We can uh, talk about it today, like, and then we'll take a hiatus. But Sure. Uh, what, do you, what, what are your thoughts on the Abu Dhabi and just how the season's wrapped up? Well, I guess let's start with that. Let's start with uh, what would, out of 10, what would you give this season? Like for me, it would probably be like, um, like if I'm being brutally honest, it would be like a 6.5 for this season. Um, I thought that the, a stretch from Germany to the summer break was insane. Right. It was one of the, some of the best times I've had watching F1. Insane. Um, the Brazilian race was crazy too. Unfortunately, I missed it. I was at the Cowboys game live. Oh, but, but did you record it? I didn't. I did. I watched the highlights. Oh. That's about it. Uh, but um, that that race was fun. The problem with that race, it was kind of meaningless, right? So right, right. But like overall, I didn't think it was a bad season. I thought it was like slightly, maybe above average. Right. Um, Unfortunately, there wasn't a lot of intrigue there. Like I think people kind of realized by race five who was gonna win the whole thing, uh, which yeah. is like, which is kind of fine too because you know, like uh, like Lewis Hamilton is great. He's one of my favorite racers of all time. He's in a great car. I have no problem with him winning the championship. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's add some intrigue. Let's sprinkle in some fucking. Uh, Let's sprinkle in some cocaine into that race and we get it, let's get them going. Let's get those right. regulations in place so that we can maybe see a Toro Rosso finishing third in drivers uh, right. or, or some shit like that, you know? We need 2021 and we need it now. Nevertheless, <laughs> I'm, ready, I'm ready for 2020 next season. I'm really excited. For this past season... I did enjoy it. I just have such a hard on for F one that I I'm just always gonna love it. It's yeah. never gonna change. Uh, Botas ditching his ting probably a good good thing for him because if you notice, if one of the key things, you know why Lewis is so good because he's single, motherfucker. He doesn't have anybody single. in his year. Uh, he is talking shit after every race. He is he is a hundred percent looked himself he looks at himself in the mirror every day. He's alone and he focuses for each race. No, he's not alone. He is out here. It's just that it's for short periods of time and uh he's when focused. it's racing time, it's all that matters. He locks himself in the room, he looks at the blueprints. Probably smokes a couple Paul Malls, works out, gets in the zone, and and he wins the race. The no, most notable race for me was Germany. Germany, oh yeah, Germany race changed my life. I was looking at everyone different after that race. I was like, are we really friends? I was I was thinking about shit differently after that race. Like, does this guy owe me money? I'm I'm serious. This I'm looking at Germany and I'm like. This is the race. But you know what? Brazil. Brazil. I just, I love when random teams get on the podium. I'm always going to love it. Exactly. I'm always going to love it. Pierre. Pierre. Second place. You can't beat that, man. Which really, honestly and truly, it doesn't really make any fucking sense. Because you, Red Bull, you, you, you're, you're scraping by your... 
your your half shit in Red Bull. Then you go to a significantly worse car, you get a podium. Who the who knows what the fuck's going on with that guy? But I'm really proud of him. I'm really happy for him, to be honest with you. Me too, man. Uh, I spent like I'm a Red Bull fan, so I spent a lot of time shitting on him when he was on Red Bull. But with right. Pierre, like we can do an entire hour long podcast on just this Pierre season alone. Like his arc is crazy. Like he goes to Red Bull, has no idea what the fuck is going on the entire time, embarrasses himself. And right. then Marco is like, all right, let's get the fuck to Toro, get back to development. And he kills it from the first race in Toro. He never looked bad in Toro, not once, right? And then he caps it off by going second, finishing second in the podium, man. And uh, I'm happy for him, ultimately. I am too, man. It's just insane. It's insane. I think he went down to Toro. He said, okay, now I have no pressure. Now I have I have fucking no no one in my ear. I don't have a nine year old man saying, "Hey, your your job's on the line, ass." I got I just I'm I'm with one Ruski, and let's just do this thing. See how the regular season goes. The rest of the season, excuse me, and and that's it. And he killed it. So I'm honestly I I think I do think Albon is going to retain his seat, but I'm curious to see how this all pans out. 100%. Um, it's probably the biggest intrigue of this of the offseason, who is going to get that second spot in the Red Bull. Uh, there are options inside of F1. There are options outside of F1. Um, so you just never know, right? And um, I would like for Album to keep his seat. Uh, I just don't know if there's anyone better for what, for what Red Bull needs right now. Right. Uh, then Albon, just a young racer that can hold his own. That's clearly improving pretty much every time he races. I don't see a reason why they would dump him. But like, okay, I'll I'll shoot you. The, you've been watching F one more than I have. Uh, let's say Alonso says, "Fuck this, I'm going back." Would you rather have Alonso as the second driver or Albon as the second driver? <sighs> well. Here's the thing. The only shit part about that whole thing is someone's going to lose their seat if that happens. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any three drivers deserve to lose their seat. No, now, but that happens every year. Every year, somebody who does, like Alcon and shit like that. Like every year, somebody that doesn't sure, lose their seats loses sure. lose their seat. Like it's, thank I'm just God talking he's about, back. Thank, well, for, I don't like Alcon, but that's because well, I like he's Max. He's amazing. He's really Fair good. enough. Yeah. But like... I'm just talking about for the betterment of the team. Who would you think would complement Max better, Albin or Alonso? Who would complement Max better? What would, would be, be the Albon best for the 100%. driver championship? I would, I would agree with that as well, for sure. A hundred percent. Because we've seen, like, uh, I'm sorry, we've seen how the dynamic between a vet and a young kid works in Ferrari, where Vettel and Leclerc fucking hate each other. It's going to be the same thing. Alonso is going to come in. He's going to think he's the sickest fucking driver of all time. And then Max is an arrogant fuck. So he'll be like, deservedly so. He's really good. Max is, if he was with Mercedes, he'd beat the fuck out of Lewis Hamilton, in my opinion. But, Uh, okay, well, he'd be close, but I think he'd win. Uh, But but at least Albon and Max have like a young kid dynamic there. Albon is clearly the second best there. It's all good. 
with Alonzo, they're going to start smashing into each other by race three and fight each other, and I'd rather not see that on my team. It's going to be Max and Ricardo all over again. That's exactly what I'm thinking, too. Yeah, that's a really good point. And and Ferrari, Ferrari is another really good storyline because Seb, Seb is getting booty slapped the whole time by Charles. Not the whole time, but more than half more than half oh yeah oh yeah some 20 year old kid 21 year old whatever the fuck is beating seb every race almost more than half and he's not happy about it the ferrari the whole ferrari situation is a disaster bonato's glasses are 50 grand who knows what's gonna happen with this team i don't know what's gonna happen but i i i do know some conversations have to be had to figure this shit out because Seb is a baby. Leclerc's Le, Le Clerc's one more crash away from from uh, moving the Bali <laughs> and and living in a hut and forgetting this whole thing. This guy's too emotional. This guy, uh, but it's it, <laughs> fucking Bali. But hey, but it's it's some conversation need to be had. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how they're going to solve that situation exactly. I think I think Seb is going to come back. And, um, well, I mean, he could retire too. Like, my whole thing throughout the season, and Malt knows this, was that I thought that Seb is going to retire. I still kind of think that might happen. But, like, realistically, he probably is going to come back, right? And, um, right. And, uh, yeah, like... <laughs> I think all that's going to happen is they'll be extremely passive aggressive towards each other again and they'll just they'll stick it through um but honestly though I think if Seb comes back and as good as Seb is I think Red Bull will take second next year I think they will pass Ferrari in drivers and constructors mm, next year I really that'd be do. nice like if Seb and Albin both take their seats I think Red Bull will go to the second spot behind Mercedes uh, I think it will only get worse in Ferrari if that's how it stays. But then again, who are you going to replace Seb with that's better, right? Like, the options are very limited at this point. Right. And Ferrari, they... It's almost unprecedented with Charles anyway because they... Their thing, they don't like young drivers too much. They want to see how the landscape goes and then maybe pick up a 25-year-old, 26, etc., so taking a chance on uh, Leclerc is is uh, uncharacteristic of them. So I'd love to see what happens with that. For sure, man. For sure. All right, boys uh, and girls, if uh, any are listening, which I strongly doubt at this point. Be a prayer. <laughs> Total prayer. Um, we're over our hour, man. Um, as always, love you guys. Um, we got shit to do, all right? Got shit to do, got shit to get done, get her done, and um, we'll see you guys next week. See you later, boys.